thought I, I never dreamed or never thought I could own a gym or even be a PT mm. because so many people said I couldn't make money. Yeah. Everyone can do it, it's just who you may be surrounding yourself with that makes you think you can't do it. We're here to help you live the life you dream of. We're bringing together the girls who have dared to dream. We share the real stories of what it takes to dream big, regardless of the fear, uncertainty, or what everyone else may say around you, to help you create the life you dream of. Let's make your dreams a reality. So crazy enough, on episode five of the Girl Who Dared to Dream podcast, we are interviewing me, your host, Nicole Stephens. If you want to find out more about me and why I do what I do and why I'm so crazy, just stay tuned and all will be revealed. So, guess what today is? Interview yourself day. Interview, well, yourself interview day. Nicole day. So, I've got my interviewee here because hey. I put up an Insta story on Sunday and I was like, Guys, would you like to see me interview me? Because I did have some people say I'd love to know more about you and your story and a few clients from the gym. And I was like, oh, maybe I should, maybe I should do like one about myself and interview myself. And then you were like, um, how does that work? <laughs> like, I was sorry, like, I'd ask myself questions like solo. <laughs> and I said, don't worry, I'll ask them for you. So Sarah's here. She's got all of her questions lined up with a fire chat at the end as Ooh. well. She has no idea what it's going to be. So I'm um, very excited, very excited to hear what is coming our way. So it's like your podcast, but I'm just here to um to help you talk about yourself, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So episode number five is with Nicole Steffens, featuring Nicole Steffens, owner of uh, three PLC gyms, Toowoomba North Lakes, and an investor in Chermside, and um, just built this, start this brand, this podcast, The Girl Who Dared to Dream, and we're going to also dive into why. Yeah, that's it. So I thought we'd just kick it off by asking, what is Dare to Dream? Like, Ooh. what is Dare to Dream? So Dare to Dream, it's, it's basically a podcast mm-hmm. that inspires people to really go out there and follow their dreams. So most people have an idea or they have a, a desire inside of them for more. Most people don't just want an average life, but some people don't know how to get the next level, how to go to the next level, or why is that inside of them? So mm-hmm. it's basically there to share the stories and give you permission to go out there and be like, let's fuck shit up. Like, let's, let's take on world because YOLO, we only YOLO. have one life. Building up all these girls out here that are probably looking up to you already or seeing what you're doing on social media. Yeah, and that's why, because a lot of people are like 22, oh my goodness, it's amazing what you've done. And I'm like, it's actually not that amazing. Like, to be honest, I'm a normal person. I grew up in Pitts, uh, well, before Pittsworth. So I went mm. to high school in Pittsworth, which was a town of 6,000 people. So small country town. But before that, I went to a primary school of 12 people. I lived in the middle of nowhere in Orion. That's near Springshaw, which is two hours from Emerald, which is three and a half hours from Rockhampton. Central Queensland, like middle of nowhere. nowhere. Yeah, and I've like you know farmer parents, um, and and I grew up with no special entrepreneurial upbringing. I didn't get into personal development till I was like seventeen, eighteen, like, and definitely like there's nothing extra special special about me. Mm -hmm. The only thing that's extra special about me. I guess we'll get into that, is yeah. I believe is my ability to dream. I have freaking big dreams. And then I give myself permission to believe in those dreams and say, actually, these dreams are possible. Mm-hmm. Like, I just toy with the idea of possibilities. And I'll mm-hmm. ask myself weird questions all the time, like, 
what if we could like like Grant Cardone, like what if we could 10x what we're doing? What if we could help this many more people? Like mm. what if we could have a hundred gyms open in the next ten years, not just three? Mm-hmm. And I just allow myself to think big, dream mm-hmm. big, give myself that permission, and then yeah. I give myself the permission to go out there and take take after it. Like just yeah. work hard every day and do what I love, and not have to just conform to whatever someone else thinks I should be doing for a job or what my parents think, mm-hmm. or you know, obviously I care about what my parents think, but it's, think, but I'm not gonna like do it just because someone else says I think you should go to uni or you mm-hmm. should go do this. I'm going to like, I'm going to do me and love me. That's it. Exactly. And to have that little bit of a different mindset, especially like um, straying from what people would probably say is the tra- traditional path. So let's hear a little bit about your story of where you got where you are now. Yeah. So um, as I said, mentioned a little bit like where I grew up, small town, went to boarding school for a couple years as well. And it was in grade 10, I moved to Pittsworth, so I did grade 10, 11, 12 at Pittsworth State High School, which is um, half an hour outside of Toowoomba, which is two hours from Brisbane, um, for those of you who know Queensland. And I started going to school there and thought I wanted to be a vet. Um, you know, thought I just wanted to, you know, go to uni, get a high paying job. Mm-hmm. I know vets got really paid really high and they helped animals. I thought, oh, that's nice. Another dream, I could be in a, a Jillaroo up on a station in the middle of nowhere. I also toyed with that idea. Also toyed with uh, going to the Navy as well. And no, the I don't worry about it. it was just go from the go from the horses to the navy. Yeah, no, I know. I just was like, oh, you know, gap year, get away from everything. You earn like forty grand, and you couldn't spend any money in that year. I thought, oh yeah, forty grand enough for a house deposit. I wanted to just buy a house. It was originally mm-hmm. one of my first goals. And I, you know, looked at uni. It was heaps of years. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll be a vet nurse or something. And I started study, studying a cert three in ag. You know, I was always brought up in this family mm-hmm. of farming and and animals and things like that. I thought, oh yeah, maybe that's a cool thing to do. And I kept dreaming um, about what else. And a lot of my friends around me, a lot of people I went to school with, were like wanting to be personal trainers. And I remember saying to myself, I never want to be a PT. Everyone wants to be a PT. And I heard they make no money. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a PT. Mm-hmm. And. But then it so happened that when it came to choosing subjects in grade 10, I was at a really pivotal point because I obviously thought up maybe vet nursing or vet science or vet tech. And to do that, I had to study science, biology, um, all these things that like did not interest me. Like all the subjects I got avoided and got C's in in grade nine and 10, right? Mm -hmm. Like hated science, but loved, always loved HPE, always loved like the sports days, got age champion a lot, loved basketball, netball, touch footy. I was involved in a lot of sports, rode horses as well. Always loved being outdoors and doing stuff. And um, so it come to choosing subjects and either I had to choose like biology and all those sciencey subjects all conflicting on the same lines was HPE. And I got to this point where I was like, well, what do I want to do? Like, I love sports, but hate science, but yeah. I want to be a vet. And my mum said to me, like, do what you love, then you'll create something like a job that you love. And I'm like, okay. So I was like, mm. It kind of exempts me from an OP, but I can do a ranking if I still want to get into uni for vet tech. Thought I was going to go to UQ in Gatton and do vet tech. Um, and I was like, nah, I'll, write a, I'll do my Cert 3 in fitness. So I actually got to choose Cert 3 in fitness as a subject, HPE, Ag Science, Ag Hort, Mass A or B, A. I think I started B and then transferred to A because I was like, I don't want to do hard I mass. Don't, I, don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that mass. Let's go to A. And then English because you had to do English. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I started, started doing my Cert 3 fell in love with training people, like how you could help someone be happier and how you could make someone feel. Like you could turn their whole day around by just a half hour session. They walk in sad, you smile, you make them feel amazing. They're lifted up for the next day. Then you work with them over eight weeks and they literally thanked you for changing their life. This was when I was doing my Cert 3 in fitness and I only had to train you because it was to get my qualification, right? I don't think I would have started training people if I didn't have to do it for the qualification because Mm. I didn't think it was something I'd be interested in. Fell in love with it. I think it was like that significance that feed that ego of like, oh, you've changed my life, you've yeah. helped me. And I think that's what I got addicted to was like, 
oh my goodness, I'm making mm. an impact. Yeah. And and then it started going from there. So um, I've forgotten the initial question. Where it's how do I how did I become this? How did you get here? How did I get there? How did we get here? Okay, how did we get here? That's that's a long story. We're still only at high school. Yeah, we're still in school, yeah. I know. And then I um so decided I wanted to be a PT or pursue a PT. I still got accepted into uni. My PE teacher, I mean my teacher that you know helps you choose your subjects. I don't know what they're called. I don't remember either. Yeah, you know that helps you choose your pathway, careers pathway or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was like, why, why do you want to be PT? They make no money. Why don't you be a HP teacher? Put in your OP, like put in your ranking to get Mm -hmm. accepted into uni. And I got accepted into dietetics at the Sunshine Coast University, but it still didn't feel right. And at that time in September, I started doing work experience at Fernwood Fitness in Toowoomba and loved it. Mm -hmm. And then got a job there because one of the other admin girls was leaving. So I actually got a job in like that last term of grade 12 at a gym and I knew how great I was so grateful for that because I knew from what I talked to about other people in the industry and what I've heard from about the PT industry Mm -hmm. is it's so hard to get a job in it's so competitive everyone Mm -hmm. wants a job and then you make no money so you're lucky if you can even make money in it so I thought for me to just have a job where I was getting paid like maybe 15 bucks an hour to do reception in grade 12 I was like this is amazing yeah I got accepted into uni decided to defer for a year and just do PT for a year before I went back into study because you Mm -hmm. know I didn't really love studying So it so happened that I, was, I started boot camp in Pittsworth. It was getting colder into winter and it would have been winter time and it gets minus degrees in winter. Like no one would have turned up at 6am to train on an oval that like the grass sometimes had ice on it. Mm. Like it was going to get cold. So I was like, I need an indoor studio. And I thought I'd just open up a studio. And I started talking to one of my clients at Fernwood Fitness, Jazz. She was an accountant. And, um, and I was just talking about my idea for a little studio. And she's like, how much capital do you have? What's your dreams? What's your goals with it? What's your vision? And it so happened that she was an accountant, like wanting to get out of the corporate world and go into fitness. And I was like that PT wanting to go into business. So we decided to become business partners. Um, and I borrowed some money from my parents and she had some money and we put it in. It was really low startup cost to start with. And we fitted out this little studio gym, group fitness, PT kind of style yeah. in the main street of Pittsworth. It was really quite, quite small, but we were so proud like it was like amazing that we did this and Mm. I remember like painting the walls and putting together the equipment and um and it was just a really cool time like I've learned so much from that and um Jazz and I don't work together anymore we split that partnership up about um two years into it I think we got a really hard patch in the business um she became pregnant and we just we were just on different paths now and um and then I had to buy her out it was a really tough part in the business we were losing about two to five grand a month because we'd expanded the premises went 24 7 I didn't know I didn't know figures and I really didn't make an educated decision. I was mm-hmm. just kind of like a I work on gut and instinct a lot, yeah. but I really have learned that still you still need that like in business you still need to know your numbers. Yeah. Like you know where are you making money or are you not? Mm-hmm. And um I like what, are you making more money than what's going out? And totally learned that the hard way. And because I just like go on a whim like that when I decided I want to open my own studio, yeah. it was within four weeks from deciding. I'd found a business partner, fitted it out, got everything together in four weeks' time on the 3rd of May 2014 that we'd opened. Yeah, wow. Like six months after, five, six months after leaving school. Leaving yeah. school, And I've always lived my life at a super fast rate and I don't even know, like, I must freak my parents out sometimes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just going to do this, I'm just going to go here, don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, and I think they've learned to accept that a lot more now, but I, I do remember, like, their facial expressions are very different now when I tell them a new idea to what mm. they were back then when I told them a new idea. Yeah. And I think because I'm maybe like as a growing up as a kid, they probably always heard my ideas about I'm going to build this cubby house and this, this you know, like... like little dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, the dreams yeah, like I remember I wanted to build this raft one time on the dam and, you know, got even like dad had a welder. Like this raft wasn't just a raft that you tied together with oh, ropes. No, no, no. It was like a full-on raft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full-on project. Yeah. 
So I always had dreams big and I knew that when I opened that first one, I didn't just want to stop at one. I wanted to have multiple. But then again, when I got to that hard point in business and I was wanting to give up, like I was like, why the hell would I ever open another gym? This is crazy. This is stupid. Um, was in a really depressed state, almost committed suicide at one stage. Um, just my mindset was in a bad place. And I think it was only like maybe two weeks maximum of that deep depression. Yeah. And, um, and I can relate to people that have depression, I guess, from that time a little bit more. Um, and and how your mindset can get into that because looking back now I can see why my mindset got there I wasn't doing personal development I wasn't obviously doing the things having my routines in place having the people around me that Mm. support me and that lift me up I mean I had supportive people but I didn't have like other business people that thought the same and they could just kick you in the ass and be like get your head out just do this like I didn't have been through it before seen it happen before I didn't have coaches and mentors yeah Yeah. and then I started looking for coaches and mentors which is then when I met Lewis Huckstep and then Mm -hmm. Scott Lewis from PLC on the Gold Coast they were just one club back then and that started the whole catalyst of like opening the gyms and that's been a whole roller coaster as well because I was like the second franchise and then I've opened you know Toowoomba then North Lakes and now we're working on Chermside's opening in like a three weeks time wow (laughs) and it's so hectic right now and um and I think like I've really loved that I've got to learn how to handle stress at such a young age though like I'm a totally different person to what I was even 12 months ago to three years, four years ago when I first started my gym. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, May 2014 to now we're in... 2019. 2019. Can't believe I forgot what you were in. So, like, that's been, like, quite a few years. Yeah. Still at the same time feels like yesterday. Still feels like that wasn't even me. Like, I yeah. still... A part of me is, like, I look back on that part of my life and I feel so different that it's, like, hard to relate to as well. Yeah. Like, it's, like, you've literally changed. Like, I've literally evolved as a person. And how I've done that is by working on my mindset... Um, I've had a lot of mindset coaches, a lot of business coaches now. I do a lot of personal development on myself. And I put myself in situations where I had to step up. Like when we opened North Lakes, mm-hmm. like not an ideal situation, the how we opened it, yeah. but we made it happen. It worked. <laughs> and I had to learn so much so fast from that. And so did you. Yeah. And we were both out of our depth. But And same when I first opened the gym at 17. I look back and I'm fucking crazy to open a gym at a business at 17. And mm. I'm glad I did it, but crazy. Mm. Like... And, but I've like, you had to step up. And I think there's a value in putting yourself in a situation where you feel uncomfortable, where you're like, oh, I'm scared I could fail. Holy fuck, what the hell am I doing? I want to give up. No, I want to keep going. And it's mm-hmm. like kind of that dance between fear and anxiety and yep. love and passion as well. Yep. And there's yeah. been so many times where I've just been like, I don't want to do it. Like, yeah. But then now, like, it's very different now because I'm going through all of that. Like, now I very, very, very rarely have bad days or days where you're just like this is fucked like very rarely like yeah. but um but back then it was so up and down and now from going through all of that and going through that negativity that fear of what people think of me that negative thoughts that go through your head mm. I used to struggle with discipline and consistency so much and um struggle with like what it, like fear of what you would say about me or a client or on yeah. social media hate on social media yeah. and from going through all of that I realized and turning it all around I realized it's actually not that hard to turn around if you have the right stool tools in place mm. and then what I realized is that like our schooling system doesn't help us with that yeah. our schooling system just says get a job but then why I then I got into rich dad poor dad really early and mm. Tony Robbins really young and 18 17 18 yeah and I started questioning okay you you became a doctor and, and you're 30 or 40 you still like live week to week hate your life or you still went to uni and got an amazing paying job or mm. 
but you're still working heaps of hours, living week to week. You're just going to wait until you're 75 to retire and get your pension. Yeah. But you've only lived, you know, your weekends. You lived for your weekends. weekends. You only had four weeks holiday a year that you may have mm-hmm. went overseas if you had enough money. And to me, it just didn't seem free. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't sit well with me. I'm like, I want freedom. Like, why the hell would I want to submit to a boss telling me when I have to turn up to work? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I create a life where I can be who I want to be, live how I want to live, do whatever I want, with whatever money I want, with whoever I want, whenever I want? Yeah. And I thought, like, that was why I started a business. I want to be yeah. rich. I want to be free. Um, <laughs> and I want to live in a mansion. And, like, lots of those have changed. Like, I bought yeah. my Audi when I was 21 and realized materialistic things don't make you happy. Yeah. It was, like, happy for one month. It was great for one month. It was great for the Instagram photo. And it's still great for Instagram photos. I won't lie. It's still great for perception yeah. of what people think of you. But inside, it didn't make me any yeah. better. It doesn't it did, fill you up. Yeah. It doesn't give you – you think it's going to give you something else. Yeah. But it doesn't. Yeah. You get over it. So I still have goals around the house I want to live in and what money I want to make, but they're not as important as the goals around the impact and the people I help along the way. Mm -hmm. Like right now, what's more fulfilling me is helping D and then you Mm -hmm. open your own clubs and what that means for you and long term. Like that's like opposed to you just going to a job where you work for 50 grand a year, even 100 grand a year. Yeah, you're doing two grand a week, but look at the stress you've got and the no time to enjoy the 100 grand a year. schedule and you're just like, yeah, clocking the boss, like only the four weeks off, the two days a week. Yeah, and and it's annoying. So, but now like you're going to be on a, a really good money owning your own club with your own freedom mm. then you can invest into other clubs invest into property like that for me is more fulfilling and and that growing myself has now become more fulfilling than the house the money and the cars yeah. um whereas that's probably where the drive started at the start um now it's changed completely mm. and that's where then this my personal branding bred from yeah because then i started talking to people in the gym and I remember I had a chat with Abby and downstairs and mm-hmm. she was like, I was like, what things do you want to do in your future? And she's like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. Like she, and, I'll, and she, I was like, what do you find really cool? She's like, I find it really cool how people can travel and get paid for traveling like influencers. And I was like, you can be one of them. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, I couldn't. How could I? And I'm like, you could. Like, it's not that, like, they've just yeah. done this, this and this. And they got that result. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, a light bulb hit in her eyes. And she was like, oh, my goodness, I could do that. Yeah. And, and then I had, like, again, chatting with Layla. And Layla was like, before meeting you, I never thought, I, I never dreamed or never thought I could own a gym or even be a PT because mm. so many people said I couldn't make money. Yeah. And doing it and, and who's, like, my family's never owned a business. Who's to say I could own a gym? And I'm like, you totally could. You just have to follow the steps that other people did yeah. and change your mindset. Mm. And then more people I started talking to, like, in the gym, they're all like, oh, my goodness, like, when they always learn, like, I'm 22. Mm. And for me, I'm just like, I'm just a normal person. Like, yeah. And they're like, you're 22 and you own this gym. And I'm like, yeah, just work, work hard, work on my mindset and just love helping people. Like, I just love what I do. I'm obsessed with what I do. And then when you're obsessed with what you do, like every day, like I'm learning like a new audio book every week or new video or new coaching or, and and just from that growth, that constant growth, that then you start producing great things in your life that then other people are like, holy shit, how do you do that? Because it seems out of the ordinary. It's not out of the ordinary. Everyone can do it. It's just who you may be surrounding yourself with that makes you think you can't do it. And and then when I started looking at like, okay, well then, then the people, like we've had some PTs come and go and then, mm-hmm. okay, they all start with big goals and dreams to want to achieve big, but then they all like, you know, three months down the track say it's too hard. And I'm like, well, why? Like, why did you not change your mindset? Why did you not change people you're hanging with if you really wanted that goal? Yeah. And, and it started to fascinate me. I've always been a questioner, always been a problem solver and was just like, 
Well, if you have a goal, why don't you just make it happen? Like, if you have a goal in the gym, why don't you commit to it and make it happen? Or if you have a goal to not work that shitty job you hate, why don't you just quit it? Mm-hmm. And and then I found out that there's so many like limiting beliefs or fear and stuff that people have inside of them that I was like, I need to help you change it. And again, mm-hmm. I've struggled with all the same limiting beliefs. Yeah, yeah. Like I've struggled with all of that as well. Like so I many every day I'm working myself. Like so I joined this 12 week meditation course I'm doing yeah. now. There was a point in time where I couldn't spend five minutes by myself in my own thoughts because I had that much self-loathing and lack of self-worth and stuff like that mm. and um and just so much insecurity and my brain was always going 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 yeah. that I could never settle long enough to actually hear what my intuition was telling me or yeah, yeah. what problems I needed to work on in my life um and I guess that's where it bred from um is just seeing so much observing so much and then and then achieving so much happiness and fulfillment in my life mm-hmm. going through all the ups and downs and being like but at the end of the day it's actually not that hard to achieve success mm. if we know what it takes and then you yeah. can follow those steps and systems. Um, and that's what I wanted to really help people do in their life now is like that's what I'm fired up to do is help. How do you be happy, healthy, proud, mm. live life of fulfillment, have, yes, all the money but also all the fulfillment and all the energy because um, there's a lot of people that are billionaires that are miserable and why yeah. would you just want all the money but not the happiness or not the exactly. time to enjoy it? Again, going back to that 100K a year mm. but you could be stressed, overweight, hating your life and not doing, not really impacting anyone. You're just counting numbers all day maybe. Mm. And if that's, finds you, I know some accountants that are amazing and love their job and they should keep doing that because we do need them. But then there's like some of people that hate their life in that sector. Yeah. And for me, I know if I was sat behind a desk, it wouldn't work. Mm. But some people, if they were had to be put in my position, it wouldn't work as well. So um, you just got to find out who, who you are and what's true to you and then, then you can follow that. Love that. So it's like opening those doors for all these people, all these girls, these young girls, mm. anyone coming out of school really, especially coming out of school. Yeah. And um, even that 22, 23, when you've like gone through yeah. your party years and you're like, who the fuck am I? Am exactly. I just going to work this job for the next 10 years of my life and hopefully find a husband that makes me happy and buy a house and have two kids and live a white exactly. picket fence? But what if that's not for you? That that goal was once, like when I was in school, yeah, I wanted the, the mm. picket white fence and the husband. But then going through years and I was like, I don't want a boyfriend till I'm like, 30 like like and going through that transition was like why do people get in relationships most people are unhappy in relationships and I'll and I went through this whole little thing but so what if that's not for you like what if the normal pathway doesn't feel right for you and that's the people that I really speak to love that yeah and so with helping those people where do you see dare to dream going oh it's evolving so fast in my mind like I've got new ideas every day and because it's still really fresh dare to dream is now becoming like the girl who dare to dream is definitely the podcast and I see Mm -hmm. it as being a book later and it's kind of like the channel in to um what I want to help people do more so so Mm -hmm. the content will keep evolving and growing but what I see is it's like this big community of girls young women Mm -hmm. that all think differently like you and me that's like what attracted you and me together at the start because you weren't a pt but we viewed life the same Same in terms of like holy shit like i totally get what you mean we just clicked like this and we we talked about the same things and i want a big community of like thousands of girls that all support each other the same way like that and we're like we can take on the world and then there'll be like um hashtag live free mastermind i'm going to create in the future um so all about like it'll be every aspect of your life so it's not just not just mindset not just it's everything so fitness nutrition spirituality mindset emotional freedom like wealth creation mm. every aspect of your life that you can live a fully fulfilled life and um and, so, and the, you know, a lot of speaking a lot of inspiration in the future um to just inspire people that 
It doesn't matter where you come from. doesn't matter who your parents are. doesn't matter what your beliefs are. That if you have a dream for more, that you can do it. Mm -hmm. And here's how. Exactly. And one more thing on that also is like, I think a big stigma around business also Mm. is females in business. Yeah. So what do you think is like any tips or pieces of advice for anyone that's like, I can't go into business that's a male dominated industry or anything I think it's like like a very limiting belief again, Mm -hmm. because that's going to hold you back because are there females killing it in business? Yes. Look at, um, is it Kylie Jenner? Who's the, oh, the cosmetic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's, she's 21 and a billionaire. Yeah. And nearly a billionaire. Nearly a billionaire. She's going to be the youngest billionaire. I know. That's amazing. I don't mm. care what you think about the Kardashians or whatever. Like, she's going to be... Um, I sh- that's amazing. That's to look yeah, up to. It's crazy. Like, there is now so many... Like, Oprah. Like, so many girls yeah. coming through that now kill it. There's still, like, a lot... Like, they're only newer. Like, there's a mm. lot if you look into the... Like, a lot of... If you look at the billionaire list and the millionaire list, there's still only a small amount of females on there. Um, but there's still a movement. So, like, if you're, like, if that's your one excuse for not going into business, it's a shit excuse because yeah. there's a lot of females killing it. Look at 100%. all the girls on this podcast as well. Like, that, mm. the girl, like this girl who don't do in podcast will mainly be females. Yeah. But it'll have some males in it as well in the future. Um, but, like, look how many people are going out there and crushing it. Exactly. And I think there's so much power in also being a female in business because I can relate emotionally to different people exactly. yes i have more emotions and i have to learn how to control my emotions in situations to think logical and make logical decisions yeah sure um because that was definitely my biggest downfall was my up and down emotions and yeah. i think a lot of females struggle with that and yeah. we like we internalize things a lot like what does that person think of me we have a lot more fear than, uh, than what i've noticed fear in males overthinking yeah things, not so much thinking things from like all shades of grey, not just black yeah, and white. Yeah, and, and, and that's where I think like females and males differ, but it can also be a strength as much as a weakness yep. because um, we can also tap into our intuition easier because we are that little bit more emotional and we feel things. And I can be like, if that doesn't feel right, why does that not feel right? Does this other option feel right? And I'll, I'm now learning to like listen to that as well and accept my emotions more than judge them as well. And then also learn though how, like if it's a bad fear, like a fear of what people think of me or a fear of that social media post or a fear of moving forwards or a fear of failure. Now that's a fear you have to deal with, but there's some emotions that you need to feel and some that you need to listen to. And um, whereas some, you know, I think some males, I don't want to put people in boxes, they're just, you know, very black and white, can miss some things that we can see. And I think you need to work hand in hand. Like, I think teams work greater if there's males and females. The the balance between the two, not just... Because it's definitely come from different angles of how we see things. That's just it. Awesome. This um, camera always does this a little bit at 25 minutes. It will... uh, It'll... No, it just cuts out. And I don't know if there's a setting that, like, I need to change. But yeah, we gotta look into that. Yeah, I know it's awesome. annoying. <laughs> well, um, to close it off, just so Ooh. everyone can find Ooh. out a little bit more about you and uh, your gracious host here on the Girl Adventure Dream. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have five rapid fire questions. Okay, you ready? Are you gonna so, answer them too? No, no, no. no this oh. is just you. Oh, can I answer, can I ask them back to you? No, this is just you. <laughs> okay, this is about you. Um, so they're gonna start off. No, they're actually all pretty good, but um, we'll start off like vanilla and then we'll get like into some more uh, questions we have to think a little bit more. So, uh, favourite colour? Oh, uh, yellow. Why yellow? Happiness. Oh, I love that. <laughs> uh, favourite food? Chocolate. Favourite song? Uh, High Hopes by, um, I don't know who they're by, but High Hopes. Panic, is it Panic it's, at the oh, it's, it's the theme music for my podcast. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Course, it's gonna be the favorite song. Okay, uh, beach or pool? Which would you rather beach. go to? Beach. Why the beach? Uh, the releasing the negative ions, the salt water, the freedom, mm-hmm. the beauty. Yeah. Um, if your house was on fire, what two things would you run back to get? My phone and my laptop. 
Basic. <laughs> not, my, you, not my mum or dad. No, 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 no. I mean, I didn't say that. What two things would you go get? Um, if you had a spirit animal, what would it be? A horse. Why a horse? A freedom, like, a freedom and just, again? yeah, okay. just like complete beauty as well. Oh, beauty. Well, I'm not saying I am, but I just like. The, anyway. The majestic. Yeah, yeah, that's like it. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Feel that. Um, if you had one superpower, what would it be? I don't know. My gut says invisibility. Why invisibility? I don't know. I think it'd be you cool. Like, just like, like sneak. Like a little stealth. 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 Did you hear what she was going to say? What did you think I was going to say? I knew. I, did, I, I knew what I thought. <laughs> they know. <laughs> Looking at Matthew Chuton's face over here. <laughs> Since we're on that, what's your favourite sex position? Uh, only certain people would know that one. Oh, okay. Um, if you were on Mars, what would you do for fun? Uh, start a business. <laughs> but what if you don't have any, like, this? you could be the only one on Mars. Uh, I'm sure there'd be some aliens I could sell something to. You know? You'll find a gap in the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what is one thing you would put on your bucket list? Um, I really want to do Machu, Machu, Machu Picchu. I can I never say it right. That Inca Trail hike. I really want to do that. Cool. Um, describe yourself in three words. Energetic, happy, and driven. <laughs> I was like, I was like oh, it's a toss up between that, that, passionate and driven. I was counting on her fingers. I was like, that's true. <laughs> and finish it off, close everyone off. What? is the best piece of advice that you have ever received and who was it from? Um, definitely like my mum back in grade 10 when she said like do what you love because I mm-hmm. still feel like I continue to keep coming back to that one. And um, and you need coaches and mentors, success leaves clues. So if you have a goal, just find someone else that's done it. Like if you look at the best athletes of the world, they all have coaches. They always mm-hmm. thank their coach and their coach can see things differently to them. So then why do you go into business thinking you don't need a coach? Or you go into your next career pathway thinking you don't need a coach or you leave high school without a coach. Like you need someone that's mentoring and not just your parents. Sometimes your parents are great at coaching you when you're five and six, mm-hmm. but not when you're evolving and you're growing. So like, or you have different passions that to them so like i think you yeah success leaves clues from tony robbins yeah awesome. well i hope you've all learned a little bit more about uh nicole stephens yeah a little interview with herself and i uh, hope you enjoyed me asking the question it was amazing thank you thank you listening to nicole stephens now you're inspired go take action we're always here to support you on your journey so reach out anytime and please give this episode a share share it with all your other dreamer friends so they feel empowered to also relentlessly and ruthlessly go after what they want and create the life you dream of